Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I am your host, Amanda, and I am here today to tell you another little story about yet another horrible date that was so unexpected, so confusing, so just like out of left field that it's, I mean, I put it on Instagram and Twitter and people like didn't believe that it was a legit story, but unfortunately, this is something that actually happened to me. So I'm excited to share this story with you guys. But before I do that, I just want to do a little check-in and kind of let you know what's been going on. So for me, I am friggin' excited as anything because summer has started. The longest year, the hardest year, the shittiest year of teaching is over. And it is summer. So I am like overjoyed. It hasn't really hit yet. My last day was last Thursday. We had a half day and just having a chance to celebrate with my coworkers and just like, like whoa, we, we survived that. We did it. Um, now just having the freedom is amazing. So start of the summer was really great. I am still working part-time at a brewery, which is awesome though, because it's a little extra money. My coworkers there are awesome. And yeah, just keeping me busy a few days a week. And like I said, getting some extra money because I am trying to have the best summer ever and just do all the things because life is short and our world is going to shit. So might as well fucking enjoy the shit that we can while we can. And yeah, so that being said, I am going to keep doing the podcast over the summer. I'm going to have more time to dedicate to that, which I'm excited about. And I've really kind of just focused on connecting with other podcasters. So I was just on an episode of um, Mr. Gentleman's Life podcast with Ken, which was so much fun. If you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, definitely go um, go check that out. You can follow him on, you know, he's on Good Pods, he's on Spotify, but you can follow him on Instagram as well at Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And yeah, we just kind of talked about everything from dating apps to sports and, you know, just our experiences with dating and love and lack of love and all all that good stuff. So that was a really fun episode to do. And then I also did an episode or like a a guest spot on the Friend Zone docuseries, which I connected with Benji on Twitter. And we were kind of going back and forth talking about our podcasts. And he was gracious enough to ask me to record something uh, for, for that docu-series. So you can find that um, on Twitter if you go to the friend zone, or sorry, at friend zone doc. You can find the link tree there to listen to the podcast. And yeah, I just kind of talked about the idea of friend zoning and I haven't had too much experience with it, but I am planning on releasing that episode through my podcast in the upcoming future. So, you know, if you want to save it for for when I release it, definitely feel free to do that. But it was really fun just answering Benji's questions and and kind of exploring the idea of friend zoning and, you know, what that means and how how that can make people feel. So 
that was super fun. I'm also going to be on a few more podcasts in the future, which I'm excited about. I'm going to have some guests coming up who I'm very, very excited to have on and just keep talking. Um, yeah, so that's what I have coming coming up in the future. So stay, stay tuned for all that good stuff. Like I said, I have more time now to dedicate to this, and I really want to start kind of building and, and seeing what else I can get into and who else I can get on here and what conversations we can have. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my last episode with Bree, definitely go listen to that. I loved the episode. I feel like I got the chance to learn so much from Bree and just hearing kind of a different perspective on someone who actually is has studied sex and kind of the stigmas and the myths that are behind sex and specifically how those stigmas and myths can affect women and um, kind of our experience with sex and pleasure and, and all that was it was really cool and I learned so much from Brie so Brie I thank you so much for coming on I would love to have you on again I would love to have you and JJ on and uh, kind of do a collab with the wonderful Queen Collective podcast Go follow Brie and go follow the Queen Collective podcast if you do not follow them already. I'll put them in my show notes. But yeah, so let's pivot. Let me get into a story. I feel like it's been a while since I've just, oh no, that's a lie. I told the the story about where I found out my ex was being deceitful and lying and cheating. But um. That's kind of where this whole podcast started. I was just going to tell stories about horrible dates and it kind of transformed, but let's go back to our roots of the horrible dates that I find myself on and how I get there. But this starts back two and a half, three weeks ago, actually three weeks ago today, three weeks ago yesterday. It was a Saturday. I was going on a date with someone. We'll call him B. I was going on a date with B and I was excited about it. I was talking to my friend Casey and I was kind of on the fence. I was like, there's two guys that I'm talking to. I'm not as excited about B. I'm kind of more feeling this other guy, but you know, B and I have found a chance or found a time that works for us. So we're going to meet up. I don't know what it was about him that was giving me like, eh, I don't know, um, maybe just his profile. This sounds so dumb. But if someone seems like they're going to be too nice or too, like, enthusiastic, sometimes I shy, not shy away from it, but that's, like, a weird turnoff for me. Because sometimes I'm like, dude, you can't be excited about everything. And I maybe that's a me problem for sure. I've talked to, to people about this. Like, I like people that get excited about things, but I don't like people that get excited about everything. Because, like I said, not everything is that exciting. Like, be excited, be passionate about the things that you are passionate about. If you're passionate about everything, that gets to be a lot for me. So that was kind of the vibe I was getting from his profile. But when we met up, we went to a brewery. And one of the first things he told me was, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late. I don't want to make a bad first impression. I just want you to be aware of that. And that was a huge green flag because I hate when people are late. I appreciated that he took the time to tell me that. And like, turns out he ended up being two minutes late from the time that we had said. So I appreciated it. And you're off on a good start, right? Off on a good foot. So we meet up and we 
are having a few drinks and it's going great. Like the conversation's natural. It's easy. We find out he went to the same college as my best friend. So, you know, making connections like that. And he was like very positive and and upbeat, but it wasn't annoying. And, you know, we, we talked about like everything from college to what we do for work now. And he had been in education at some point. So like he totally, you know, was respectful and um, admired what I do for a living, which always feels good. Um, I, he's in like educational sales and, you know, I was kind of like picking his brain about that because I've been thinking about a career change just because of how hard this year was, but we were going back and forth. We end up deciding we're going to go get dinner and it ends up being like a whole marathon date of like hanging out all day and all night together, which was great. Then we keep in touch all week. He made a comment. He's like, oh, it's weird that, you know, I haven't asked you to FaceTime yet. I'm like, well, then you can ask me, whatever. But we planned to meet up on Friday of that next week. And we decided that I was going to go up his way because we live about maybe 30, 45 minutes apart. And um, I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to go up towards you, I have a bridal shower in the morning. I could just go from your house there because it's up like north of the city And that can be a bitch to get to, especially from where I live. So he's like, yeah, no, that's awesome. Bring your stuff. We'll, you know, do the whole shebang. We'll get dinner. We'll hang out, watch a movie, whatever. So throughout the day, we, like, are checking in, talking. And he's like, hey, like, what do you like for dessert? What do you, you know, what are you craving to drink? Like, he was planning on getting everything so I could just get there and we could just relax, which... I appreciate for sure, especially I'm the one driving up there. I was going to be driving around, um, what's it called? Rush hour. So I knew I was going to hit traffic and I really just appreciated that he was willing to make anything, make everything as easy for me as he could. So again, check mark, red or green flag. I'm so used to red flags, green flag. We hang out. We have a great night we're dancing like I literally my Fitbit said I exercised for 35 minutes because we were just like in the kitchen dancing to all types of like like throwback music like Destiny's Child all that good stuff um I sleep over wake up in the morning he makes us breakfast we walk to Dunkin Donuts get a coffee and then I'm on my way to the, the bridal shower um after the bridal shower I was driving home and I was like you know what let me just call and see if he'd want to grab a drink or something. And I called. He's like, yeah, no, I'm totally down. Come through. And he just, he was babysitting or dog sitting his roommate's dog. So he was like, I just got to make sure the dog's good. And then we can go do like a brewery or something, like whatever, whatever you're feeling. So I got there. We're hanging out. He puts on Peaky Blinders. We're watching that and really just hanging out and enjoying each other's company. He takes the dog for a walk. He's like, I'm going to go shower, keep watching TV, like whatever. And then we're on our way to a brewery. We're at the brewery. We're having a great time. We make some friends while we're there. And then we decide, okay, well, we're hungry. We'll make dinner together and then we'll hang out. So I guess this is where I should have kind of paused because something that I do that I I need to be like 
more cognizant of and maybe not do as often are these like marathon dates or these see each other two days or three days in a row because I've done it in the past and like I think that's where we get like that love bombing kind of situation or the too much too quick and in this case it was too much too quick because so we're hanging out oh no no, no. on our way home from the brewery we stop at Whole Foods we get steak um vegetables and then like rice so we're gonna cook it up I don't touch raw meat so he was gonna handle the steaks I was making the vegetables and the rice and we we're gonna have ourselves just like a nice delicious nutritious dinner I was getting hungry we had been drinking I was feeling it a little bit and he starts making the steak I literally know nothing about how to cook a steak and he was gonna cook it in the oven so he was like, I'm going to use the broiler. And I was like, okay, that's like the thing on the top of the oven, like inside on the top. I don't know. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it'll just cook it better and it'll kind of give it that char as opposed to just like a regular oven baked steak. Doesn't really get that like crisp or char or whatever. I was like, you sound like you know what you're doing. Go for it. So he's cooking it. We're talking. We're hanging out, whatever. And then he goes to take the two steaks out and he cuts it open. He's like, perfect. It was like very 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 pink to red and i said you know what i am trying to be more adventurous with my food but i like it when it's like you know looks like it's been cooked period he's like oh yeah no no sure um i'll take mine out and then you know pop it in real quick at the end when yours is done cooking so it's still warm i was like oh thank you that's so nice so we're still hanging out chilling listening to music talking and then he goes to open the oven again, and I don't know if this is typical when you're using the broiler, but, like, flames literally flew out of the oven. And I was like, holy shit. And then the fire alarm st starts going off in his apartment, and I was like, oh, my God, you're going to burn the house down. Totally joking, right? Because the alarm's going off. I saw flames. I thought it was funny. Obviously, I have said to you a few times, like, I'm grateful for you for – cooking this for me. Thank you so much for, you know, putting it back in the oven for me and cooking it better, like to my temperature or whatever. So I was just like, oh my God, you're going to burn the house down. And he turned so quick. He was like, no one talks to me like that. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, no one talks to me like that in my house. And I was like, it was a joke. And so at this point, the fire alarm is going off. The dog is barking. He's obviously stressed. My joke, maybe, maybe he took it as not a joke, right? But then I just said, I, I was totally joking. And I got up and started to fan the fire alarm to, to make it stop going off, whatever. I was like, dude, like, I was totally joking. Like, and he literally would not let me talk. He was like, get out of my house. No one talks to me like that. That is so disrespectful. You're so rude. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, do you not want to sit and like talk about it? He's like, nope, get out of my house. So I'm just like simultaneously stunned and like in shock and also like get me the fuck out of here because you clearly are unhinged. So I start trying to get all my stuff and I literally go to say something again like are you sure like you don't want to talk about this because it's clearly a misunderstanding and he would not let me get a single word out. He just goes nope out and a few times like nope out get out get out get out of my house no one talks to me like that and I literally 
I don't even know if I said this because I ended up texting him it after, but I got to my car. I called my cousin and I was just like, dude, this just happened. Like what the actual fuck? And was just like, I was so shook. I was so in shock too, that I just like started crying. So I'm sitting in my car crying, trying to figure out what happened. And I'm telling my cousin and she's like, wait, so what, but what else? And I was like, that was literally it. And she's like, honestly, it's better that you found this out now because that is not a normal reaction to a joke. And she, she kind of put in my head, you know, but he probably was stressed with the fire alarm, the dog trying to impress you, whatever. But the way that he responded was absolutely not okay. And was like, so off, like just out of nowhere. And I was absolutely just like, Oh my God. So I texted him while I was still outside and I was like, you really are good with this. And it, we both had iPhones. It didn't even say delivered. So he had already blocked me literally within minutes of having this little freak out. So, you know, I, I tell people, I put it on the Instagram, on the Instagram and on my Twitter and people are like, you know, holy shit, what the fuck happened with that? So I thought that was the end of the story. I was going to record this episode last week and that would have been it. I wake up this morning to a text from him at 1.07 a.m. It says, yo. So this morning I wake up, I see that, and I just go, dot, 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 why would you text me? Because this guy literally blocked me right away. So I said, why would you text me? He said, mistake won't happen again. I said, good, because the way you treated me at your house was a joke. And he said, LOL. I said, not funny, but okay. And he responds, you were rude, so I asked you to leave. And I said, I made a joke that you didn't know how to take. And then I said, nah, you can lose my number. I have zero interest in talking to you. And I could see the little three dots pop up, so I knew he was typing something. I was like, I have zero interest in what you have to say. I'm just going to block you. And blocked him. Whatever he wanted to say to me, I didn't get. So, you know, that's on him. I He... He shouldn't have yelled at me like that. He shouldn't have reacted that way. And if he wanted to talk about it, we could have talked to you about it in the moment and not have you literally kick me out of your house, block me on all media, social media. And now like a week and a half later, decide that, oh no, we can talk about it now. Like, no, we can't. You're clearly not the person for me. You clearly have something off where I can't make jokes and that's not something I can give up because that's literally part of who I am but yeah it was just like it was wild I was like what the what is going on and it was one of those situations where I'm like damn I really I thought that this was someone who something could actually go somewhere with because he's established he cares about family like he checked all the boxes that initially on the first few dates you I look for and I know that just because someone's hitting or checking those boxes the first few dates doesn't mean you're gonna end up with that person so much so much changes but I didn't think anything like that would happen on the third date hanging out with this kid so to say I was disappointed would be an understatement because again it it was three dates of really good conversation, really having fun with each other, feeling comfortable. But I think it maybe was at too much too quick. But also 
if we didn't do too much too quick, I might not have seen that reaction then. And it might have been something where, you know, a month or a few months down the road, he gets irritated, he goes off on me and he responds like that. And I've already kind of spent, you know, more of my time on him. So as fucked up as it was, as like shocking and confusing as it was, like I'm happy it happened because I I don't deal with that shit. Like he told me I was being disrespectful. You screamed at me, wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me talk and try to like resolve the situation. You kicked me out of your house. I think that's disrespectful. I think that's rude. And I just, in, in no world do I understand what my joke really could, how it could have really insulted you and how you could really say that that's disrespectful when it was a joke. So I don't know if you guys have any reaction, maybe I am missing something and maybe you're like, girl, you can't make fun of someone when they're making you steak. I don't know. I thought it was funny, but I also like didn't know what to do in that situation. I was trying to help him out with fanning the, the, um, fire alarm it, it it was a stressful situation, but it's also like, why you got to react so seriously? Like, life is supposed to be fun. Laugh it off. It, it was a funny situation. It was something we could have laughed, laughed at like 10 minutes from then and been like, oh my God, that was so funny. Like, the steak is delicious. Thank you. But that's not how it ended. So I don't know. I wish the best for him. I hope he figures out how to, to take a joke and, and not react so vehemently when someone comments on him almost burning the house down when there's flames coming out of your oven and the fire alarm going off but i'm not going to be the person to teach him how to to be a little bit more tolerant of of those things but yeah so that's my story and i'm gonna have to give a shout out to my friend felix who came up with the title for this episode he gave me permission to use it. It's a freebie, he said. So thank you, Felix, for the steak gate episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any stories like this where you've been kicked out of a, a date or, you know, dealt with a, a situation where shit was going down in the kitchen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has had an experience like this. I would love to hear it because it was just so insane to me. But keep listening. Keep looking out for the great stuff I have coming in the future. Your support means so much. If you're feeling good, if you're feeling very generous, you can definitely sign up to be a subscriber to my or supporter of my podcast on Anchor. You just click on the link in the show notes and you can support me for anywhere from a dollar to as much money as you would like to support me with. Times are tough. I do not expect anyone to, but, you know, part of this podcast is, um, you know, my time and, and effort and to get any any money back from that is awesome. So shout out to my supporter, my loyal supporter, LJ. I appreciate every month um, you, you supporting me with your hard-earned money. It does mean a lot to me, so I really appreciate it. But if nothing else, just keep listening, keep interacting with me on, on social media, I've become more active on Twitter, so you can find me at dating death of me. I, it's funny. I used to like be on Twitter back in high school. Like that was just the social media we used. And then I got off it, and then I got back on it for teaching. And it's I 
Twitter community is like very up and, um, you know, it's, it's alive. It's doing its thing. So it's fun interacting with people on there, but I'm just more of an Instagram person in general. So that's where I really, you know, interact with you guys, get those, um, polls going, asking you questions. Shout out to everyone who said they were going on a date with me. Uh, I put up a poll yesterday and I just said, who's going on, who is so lucky to go on a date with me or whatever. And I was making a joke because I was out with my friend Felix and, you know, he didn't get a chance to, to vote on the one where I asked who has a date this weekend. So I put that up for him. But a bunch of you guys <laughs> said you're going on dates with me. So, you know, let me know when we're going on a date. I would love to meet up if we grab like a beer, maybe some pizza. Just let me know when we're going. And I will would love to hang out with you guys. But keep listening and stay safe. Keep your head up. Shit sucks right now <laughs> in so many ways. But find find ways to enjoy life because it's short and you know, we have to make the most of it. So I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.